morning, church. You love the red letters when they've touched your life. Say amen. Yeah, give the Lord a hand. Thank you. I, I, you know what? I love the red letters. Come on, give Jesus a hand today. Come on. Are we having church or what? Absolutely. It's so good to be in God's house. What a way to start the service. Anyways, we are grateful for Danny singing like Bill Anderson this morning. We're glad you're here. If you're a guest, we are so excited to have you with us, and uh, I, uh, I want to share a few encouragements with you. I've been praying over the last four weeks, you know, what would I say on my parting sermon? What can I say to the church? Last week I talked about, you know, fear, and we're not given the spirit of fear, but, you know, we, we, God gives us grace. And uh, this week I want to talk to you, I guess uh, next week we're only having one service, and it's going to be at 1030. And uh, some of you have asked me to, to play and sing, you know, like I used to do before I left, right before I started singing this week, before I left that prison. And some of you have asked me to do that again before I leave. And so uh, we're going to do that. Uh, next week we will not have any service singing. We will have a service at 1030. And Danny and I are going to stand up here beside each other, and I'm going to have chairs up here, and I'm going to have every tune that's ever sung with us over the last 10 years. It's going to be a fun service. We've, uh, we've kind of adapted to that. So come back next week and do it at 1030. But anyway, the last message, I guess this will be the last one, this week, and this week is just simply this, to say, what can I say to them? What can I say to them? Here's what I want to say to them. Until Jesus comes back. Until Jesus comes back, we can talk to each other. Amen. Let's pray with you. Father, thank you, Lord, for your blessings. Thank you, Lord, for just giving us the opportunity to be a part of this church for the last 10 years. And thank you, God, for what you're doing and what you're going to do. God, thank you just uh, beginning and moving with us. So we're thankful for that. And so I pray today that you give me the gift of preaching that I need to preach this morning. And I pray, God, that people will be drawn to you. I pray, God, for those that are hurting today, that they would recognize the Lord that is about you, that you're the one that's about people. All these things I pray, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. God, you give us peace. We look forward service. God, thank you that uh, you still love us. Thank you. And uh, have a great day. There was a great preacher named uh, Charles Spurgeon. He was a, a British pastor, and you hear him quoted a lot in sermons. He was a wonderful person, touched a lot of lives. And, and so he was raised in another denomination rather than Baptist. And after he got saved, uh, he was convicted by the scriptures that he wanted to be baptized by immersion, which is what we practice in the United States. He became a Baptist, and he wrote his parents, and he was asking them permission, and his mother wrote back a love letter and said, Dear Charles, I've often prayed that the Lord could make you a Christian. I've prayed to the Lord to make you a Christian, but I never asked that he might make you become a Baptist. And Charles wrote back to him, and here's what he said. He said, Dear Mom, the Lord has answered your prayer with his usual bounty and has given to you far above what you eagerly asked for yourself.
Don't lose sight of Jesus. Somebody, somebody we were talking about what the church is to do, and they said, well, we need to do this. And listen, what we need to do is, is we need to follow Jesus and let him have it and let him lead us. And when we do that, we can have eternal joy. And we'll be blessed. We need with the blessing of God as we go forward in life. You know, last words are important. Last words that we say are important. You ever think about what Jesus said? Red letters. The last words that Jesus said on the cross is this. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. And lift thy hands out to me, my spirit. That's the words he spoke. He spoke words of forgiveness. But the last words that he said on earth in Acts chapter 1 is this. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Here's the thing. If God would have wanted us to just to enter into a relationship with him, just that alone, he would have taken us out and made us his disciples. But that's not the case. God has given each one of us a ministry. He's called every one of us as followers. And if you're not a follower, he's calling out to you today. He's saying, listen, I want you to unload and give your life to me. Your job's not over. Your field's of life is harvest. He's telling Timothy, Paul's telling Timothy the same thing. Jesus' words were this from the cross, forgive, and the other words that weren't, those old ones, give them back to me. That means we beat people over the head with the Bible, and yet that means we love. That means we reach out to them just like Jesus did, and we forgive them because they're our followers. Amen? If you come to church as loving and reaches out to people, embrace people. That's what we're supposed to do. Share it with your enemies. Last words. This is the last word that Jesus spoke. Just as I talked with this Bible, I finished the race. I kept the faith. Paul recognized that this time is it. He knew what had happened. There had been a deteriorating handwriting in this church that he was writing to. He wrote about people he was abandoned for. He lists the names at the bottom of the chapter that we just read. He says such and such has left, such and such has left. And you know why they left? Because they left this present world more than they loved God. I fought the fight. You know the fight, the word fight, and the word fought? It comes from the Greek word agon. Agon. You get this from the word agonize. These are some of the most famous words Paul wrote, and it will never be when I'm in the Christian life. Jesus recognized some of the things Jesus said. Here's what Jesus said. Here's what he taught me. Even though I was writing about the things that were written about me, I still love you. And in Ephesians 6, here's what he said. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but wrestle against against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wicked men in high places. We walk fearlessly in power and against spiritual demons of the world. Amen. I'm not going to talk about that today. Not that I'm not going to share it. But I want to tell you something today. If you're here, if you're walking with Jesus, it doesn't matter who's standing up here. You're in a personal relationship with Jesus. You walk with him until then, until Jesus
Has anyone been converted? Has there been a way to get right in this world and decide you can't come back to the first love?
church in Zadok that this is going back to where the, the reference has been seen as happening in Scripture. And it's there in the 15th chapter of Zadok, verse 13. I got a letter out there. It's, it's not just kids in the church anymore. This church used to teach all the wrong things. I got a letter from the governor. And our church was receiving a bill to send their treasurer to get a, an amendment to do that, given
the course until he comes. You hear me? You stay the course until he comes. You hold on to Jesus. I don't care what's going on in the world.